What is going on, everybody? Welcome, one and all, to the greatest goddamn podcast in this entire world. Ah! Yeah. All right. Yes. So, welcome everybody to the Bad, Bad Curry Funky Podcast, issue number two hundred and nine. Tonight's episode, we're going to talk you about live from the far flung future of twenty twenty. Sorry, I I, I'm just. There's there's some toes there that just got a little weird. Little steppy. It's weird because you did it so late. Like there was like like some la- it's like it's like are you lagging, Casey? Like I yeah, don't know. I might have. It's been. so weird. All right, cool. I mean, I guess I guess we'll use that in the edit. I don't know. Or maybe oh, I'll just on. fucking just, take you, it out. It's fine. You just put in some cricket noises. Everyone will think it up. All right, tonight's cast. We've got uh, the one and only Booster Greg. So I put a lot of thought into this about what this intro bit should be. It's 2020. It's a new year. It's a fresh new start. So here it is. Ready. You're going to have to wait another week because I still got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All that build up for nothing. That's a good sure. face. face. A flim flame, a bamboozle. Speaking All of bamboozle, to be God TV's Casey. With positive vibes only. A new year, a clean year, no visceral angry reactions. The mm-hmm. calmest of boys. Pokemon oh, DLC. God, our first subject is going to piss you the fuck off. Wait for the K- Casey DLC where it's only rage. <laughs> it's only rage. Field. Just, Speaking of a- rage, we have uh, Dave the Bearded Menace. Fuck. Good. <laughs> That's about par for the court. Dave of, yeah. Dave of Rivia. All right, everybody, this is the best damn podcast in the world. Tonight, we're going to be talking about some geek entertainment news. And up first, we have some interesting developments in the world of Star Wars. Uh, Dave, what's good? So they finally fired Ryan Johnson. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I know that made a bunch of nerds just happy. So Technically, they did. Technically, 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 but... Long story short, uh, there's a there's rumors going out right now that there's going to be a J.J. Abrams cut for Rise of Skywalker. Um, now this comes from a couple sources, not uh, re- you know Reddit and other like other like outlets as well. Um, so basically, the basically the story goes as J.J. Abrams did not get the actual cut he wanted to get for Rise of Skywalker. Disney kept them putting their hands into the bucket, saying no, we got to make it this way because the way the last the last um, the last Jedi came out didn't make a bunch of fans happy. It polarized the fans, so we don't want to take any chances. We want to give them as much of member berries as possible, so they remember the old saga and put it into the new saga, and everyone's happy. And J.J. Abrams was like, "That's not what I want to do. I have an idea of how I want to take this story." And Disney's like, "No." So there's apparently a good chunk of footage that was left on the, on the cutting room floor. And rumor has it, by the end of this month, January, we will get a re-release in theaters of an extended cut. Now, it's not the director's cut. It's not the JJ cut. But it's about, I think, seven more minutes of footage. Uh, like, showing more stuff that happens on Endor. Things that happen, like, on Cloud City. Showing Lobot with with uh, Lando Calrissian before, like, the whole, like, desert chasing. Um, but there's more. <laughs> but there's more. Hang on, Casey. I can see their anger building. Hold on to it, buddy. It makes you strong. I see it. But there's more. Uh, we also will possibly get the ac- an actual J.J. Abrams cut that will come out with the Blu-ray release. Um, now, this Blu-ray release will probably come out in two different formats. One of the regular cut, one of the J.J. Abrams cut. And if you're a big zealot like me when it comes to Star Wars, you'll probably end up buying both. Yep. But then it goes even further. On Disney Plus, there's going to be even more release content that's only going to be on Disney Plus that you cannot find in theaters or in the Blu-rays, and it'll only be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Now, apparently, the J.J. Abrams cut isn't going to give us the story that J.J. Abrams wanted to tell us, 
Um, that'll involve more with like how the Emperor came to be, what happened with Snoke, and more of like how long Luke's been gone and things like that. Cool. What are your thoughts? Mostly you, Casey. What are your thoughts? This is never going to see the light of day. Absolutely. I don't know, man. No, no fucking way. No way. I don't know, man. Now, now why is that going to see the light of day? Well, let me throw this at you, right? Throw it at me. How many times have we seen a Star Wars re-release in theaters? Once. Six times. <laughs> what? Really? Well, they re- not, episode one, two, well, three okay, were not a re-release in theaters, but a redone version of the film. Okay, yeah. That every one of these movies time, has yeah. been has been retreaded and special editionized and yeah. updated. Everything <laughs> you can imagine. Like remember when Phantom Menace had Puppet Yoda in it? That sure was weird. <laughs> yeah. Right? But now it's it's like gone Digital to Yoda. the cultural zeitgeist. The funny thing about Star Wars re releases is that it redefines the canon every time they do it. So you gotta think that if they're ever going to release this alleged cut that changes any details, expands on anything, they would have to wait like a period of 10 years or something like that. Cause you're, you're overriding. It's just, it's so different now. You're overriding everything like the visual dictionaries, all the comic books and stuff. Like your, your lore is prof- is more profoundly dependent on these movies, not being updated than they ever were. I would disagree. Yeah, you don't. Most you gotta keep in mind. You also gotta keep in mind. I'm sorry, Greg. Before you go, like Disney wants to make a buck, and one of the big things about the story was the reason why a lot of things were cut because Disney's like, we don't want to make this too long. If we make this like three hours, that means we can't show it as many times as successfully as we want to, as if it was a shorter movie. Shorter movie means more show times. Longer movie means more or less show times. So by doing it this way, they can still make that buck because people will go back in the theaters to see it. We'll buy the special editions to watch it and subscribe to Disney Plus if they haven't already, or even wait on their subscription to see like this extended content. And and, and I, this, like I, I think a lot of that stuff you're talking about is just like redoing all of this like print media, and that's I think valid. But a lot of that print media is now digital, and that's just a simple update and click away. It's just a click away. Like, I, I want to believe since some of the leaks because it all sounds very plausible. This yeah. insider who know, who who knew what was going on. Well, an insider who had a source or several sources right. within, and they were reporting on JJ's doings and how he was blindsided and how he didn't like it and this, that, and the third. Don't and make, especially like let's not make JJ and, and, and especially like, 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 I, like I'm saying I want to believe it's true. I'm not yeah. saying that it is true, and I'm taking it as the Bible. I'm think, saying I want some of it to be true because if it is, the JJ cut, uh, you know, gives us some more context of the whole thing with Lando. It seemed like some of that stuff was like really, really cut just to make like uh, with the movie more, I don't yeah. know, palatable, like content-wise right. succinct or whatever, whatnot. Like the whole thing at the end where he's talking to Jana and he's just like, well, let's find out where you're from, baby. And it's just like, wait, what? That's weird. Like, Meanwhile, what the hell are you talking we find about? Out that Lando at some point had a daughter who was taken away by the First Order, and it's just like, wow, I sure wish this was cleared up. <laughs> yeah, apparently right. that was supposed to that was supposed to be in the three hour cut. Look, apparently. Yeah, uh, apparently, and uh, you know, and there's certain things where it's just like you know where where they're saying JJ's not prone to anger, but uh, you turn a meeting, he was just like, why don't you say it was written and directed by a Lucasfilm then? Listen, you know, because it's got to be frustrating to to make a certain type of movie and then a studio come in and be like, all right, here we go, cracking our knuckles, I'm getting not, in here, because am... it sounds like what what the WB did with 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 BVS with Justice League, it sounds also similar, and it was confirmed that the studio had their hands in that cookie jar like mm-hmm. it was confirmed exactly i was like yeah they had a lot of control and the movie that came out wasn't really the one that i was trying to make but screw it 
you know, and then when they're like, oh, but is there a cut of your movie? He's like, I'm not going to talk about that. It's like, what? But you just said all that other stuff. What do you, what do you mean? And JJ's never going to be like, yeah, there is a cut of my movie. Like, he's never going to say He's going to move on. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's yeah. not some unsung folk hero who's, like, browbeaten by the corporation, man. I mean, if he really gave a shit, if he really did, he never, he would have done the, the whole trilogy himself. From the beginning. Now, I, I think, like, I agree with, with what he said in his first interview where he was like, this is a lot to take on, especially that he's a Star Wars fan himself. Imagine being the person in charge of a new Star Wars trilogy. That's a lot of sweat coming from your brow, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's a lot of sweat. That's some hair loss. That's dude, some, that's yeah. some, that's some I would, honestly coming I in I would, there. like, you, you, you'd have to be a complete cocky asshole to not think you wouldn't fuck it up. He made people like, that'd be the first shit. thing I'd be scared of. He made people give a shit about Star, Wars, Star Trek for the first time in a decade. There's a lot Facts. of people that can disagree with that, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a, a whole convention of people you that can disagree with Listen, however you feel about the new Star Trek movies, it cannot be denied that that breathed so much new life into that. Oh, they're franchise. great. Yeah, I mean, they're, it really yes. did. Yeah. yeah. Whether you, whether you like it, it or not, it became a spectacle. The whole reason yeah. this man was handed Star Wars was be because he made Star Trek into Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty he, much. He really yeah. did. Yeah. He, which is like, a lot of he, he like. wrote his own ticket. He, he signed his own resume. Like, that's this guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like the damage has already been done. Whatever good you think can come from an Abrams cut, like a Snyder cut, it's it. it I, I think it's I, I agree with David. It's, it's a way for them to make an easy buck, essentially. Like, and you think yeah. about it, they kind of like ran a test run of re-releasing a popular movie with Avengers Endgame. Yeah, with the un- and that, unfinished CGI scene. Yeah, so with all that, all that stuff is unfinished, that re-release tipped them over for Avatar, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms yeah, of being the like highest grossest movie. One uh, final making, push. Yeah, so, 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 like, so I'm doing it for, for Star Wars is not out of the question. That, right, like, like they, they, they did they it on purpose. It. It, yeah. like, that, was, that was not an accident. They're like, oh, we have unfinished stuff. Let's just see what happens. That They could have saved that for like a, a Blu-ray release, but they wanted that extra money. Then they, right. I think they also had a plan for this. So releasing a movie that everyone's already seen with an extra 40 minutes or whatever is not going to be unheard of. And I think based on what I've been hearing, the additions to it are not going to really ruin lore. Because it's all going to be stuff that's going to be impacting from then on, which is right. fairly uncharted territory, anyways. And, and it's insane if, if if it's if it's true that they did it like to gain a profit, because it's like they sacrificed yeah. like this great great saga, all this lore, all the fandom, just for the the corporate buck. And it's just like, goddamn, dude, well, like also, you guys also, are are that money hungry? But if, it's just like, yeah, we're a corporation, we're yeah. here to make money, and this is how we found out we can maximize our profit. Well, like, and you, it's like, goddamn, dude, that's really so evil. They're the empire themselves. Like, no. In the lifespan of a movie, when it's in theaters, is such a small portion of that, obviously. Right. One like they're, quarter they're, portion. Yeah, one quarter <laughs> portion of its lifespan. There are so many movies that didn't do well in the theater that are now cultural phenomenon. Yeah. True. F- Fight Club is a prime example Donnie of that. Donnie Darko. Didn't, Donnie Darko. Like, Highlander, Predator. It, it just kind of goes on. So, like, I mean... Sure, right now it's like, oh, blasphemy! You sacrificed all this stuff, but like, in five years, no one's gonna re- really remember too too much of this, except for like us, yeah, and, and you know, people that are in into the pop uh, culture geekdom, all that stuff, like we are. After that, like your Joe Schmo, like your your casual fans, they're gonna be like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. This is what I have now, and that's all they care about. So. Like one rumor I was reading, and I, I I really tried my best to verify it, so it's still a rumor. So take this with a complete grain of salt altogether. Mm-hmm. That 
the reason why Mandalorian is doing so well, did so well with the story, is because it was a test to see if Kathleen Kennedy fucks stuff up. Um, Ooh, interesting. I don't know. That, so again, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish again. Again, it's this is rumor. rumor. It's a rumor. I didn't. I could not clarify this. I looked everywhere I could. I heard it from a bunch of saber friends who know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, and no one could give me an actual like source. But I wanted to bring it up just in case it does become a thing, and she's let go, and they make um someone else take over Lucasfilms. John Favreau. Like like, like I said, like, yeah, like John, John, Favreau. John Favreau. Give him it all. Give him because everything. basically this was the te- this was the test basically. So. Kathleen Kennedy kind of messed up where she was going with Star Wars because of Solo and the, and the Last Jedi. Um, Rise of Skywalker was her last ditch effort. They gave her like, "Look, you got to fucking fix this. Your job's in the line. Get JJ back or do what you got to do. Figure it out." And I heard that it was Bob Iger who wanted JJ to come back, mm-hmm. which is like, dude, like Damn. that's like up, that's the up high, up high. Yeah. It's just like, well, yeah, because yeah, I heard that like like Kathleen wanted like Ryan to come in again, and they're just like, wait, no. Bob's like, no. What are you doing? That, that's not gonna be like stop. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It'll make it worse. Like how? Yeah. Like, like what's wrong with you? Get changed. But then like, but then when he goes to the Mandalorian, they're like, they tell basically like Dave Fioni and like um, John Favreau's like, all right, look guys, this is your own thing. Um, we want to keep these people out of it. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. Send us the daily. Send us this. Send us that, and we'll prove what we can. But do your own thing. We want to see what you guys can do with this world. You know that you've been in for like a while. Now John Favreau. Anything he touches, pretty much becomes gold. Like he did Iron Man, MCU was born. You know, yep. create Elf. Now we have a holiday class. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> yep. he did. He did the first live action Disney movie, and now they won't stop fucking. Yeah, they it. won't stop. Right. Yeah. I Homer. feel like I feel like people Book don't give John Favreau enough credit with how how much a, a gamble that first Iron Man movie was. Dude. Dude. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's Seriously. get the most uninsurable, unemployable actor. Who I believe in my heart is perfect for this role and will make it work. Twenty-two right. films and also billions later. Also to launch the MCU with Iron Man, who at that time was no one's favorite character. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. no one. It could not, oh, yeah, oh yeah, dude. Like at that, at that time, everybody time. was just yeah. yeah. Everyone was just like, "Who? Wait, what? what? Iron who? I, I, what are you talking about?" Like no, nobody, nobody was in the Iron perfect. Man lore. Nobody yeah. was into. Nobody was yep. looking out for him. Yeah, you know. So basically, that's and that's the rumor. Like this is like the um, Mandalorian was a test for him to possibly take over Lucasfilms later on, because they might make Kathleen Kennedy step down or she may get let go. Who knows? But I want to bring it up here just in case it actually happens, so we can say, so I can say later on, I heard it first. I fucking called it. But again, it's a rumor. Take it with a grain of salt. It's not been. You heard it here. It's facts. Yeah. It's all facts. true. It's on the internet. It's true. And it could be yours. It could be yours. I don't, think it's, be a, I don't think it's a test for Kennedy because, as far as yeah. her career looks on paper, big money. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, um, she's been. She's um, Indiana Jones series, like from like the from beginning of Lucasfilms, pretty much. She's been there. Did she did? Did she do ET? I don't know. I'm so sure not that sure. that was like her debut as a producer. I don't think I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon because like I think she's well like behind the scenes like she knows uh she knows how to run the business yeah. <clears throat> not only can she produce and get talent and stuff but she knows how to, how to run it so it's like right. you need to find somebody else who can run a business like actually know business and also know movies and how right. to coordinate everything so many things and i don't think she's going away because that's a hard position to it fill. is it is like it's incredibly hard so when people are like get her out of there it's like it's not that simple and it's not going to happen anytime soon and also they're not going to listen to you about that 
Yeah, exactly. It's not up to the fans where she stays yeah. or she goes. So people who have their pitchforks out for her, it's like it's it's the, that's not going to happen. And it's not the problem. The problem is, is like they like the, the talent they need to get because this also falls on the writers, right? The yeah. people yep. who are writing this motherfucker yeah. and putting this thing together, and who's just like, yep, this all looks good. Yep, okay. It's like, all right, get 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 some of those new get get new people get get new people in here because people who were just like, oh, this script is great. This screenplay is ready to be made into a movie. Let's go. Um, but to think that some of the leaks might be true, where like they blindsided JJ and they turned everything into what we saw on the cutting room floor, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see what the future holds for for Star Wars, and uh, the future looks like uh, something pretty interesting is going on. Yeah, yeah, future looks like it's going into the past, actually. Yeah. Uh, Casey, do you want to take this one? Uh, yeah, Project Luminous. We have touched on this a little while, um, but it's. It's the comics and the novels area of Star Wars, which, in my opinion, is the greatest place of, of Star Wars to be right now, if you're not already on your finger to the pulse. Oh, the, the new, new stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant old stuff. No, no. no. Um, but, you know, what happens when you get five really great writers together in a room and you're like, hey, give me the, give me the story of, a, give me your, your new Shadows of the Empire, you know? Give me all the stuff that's between Empire and Jedi. You know, let's put that at the forefront of what we want now, um, which is cool because it's it's like a retread of what they did almost twenty years ago, again. Um, so, yes. But also, <laughs> it's like, anyway, I, I great 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 notes, Casey. Waiting, it's I'm like it's like something. you made it all up. I was waiting for it yep. to, to pass it over. No, but I mean, look, Char- Charles Soule alone, and and well, Charles Soule and Claudia Gray are the two biggest names for me right now in Star Wars. Soule has Why? written probably the greatest run of Darth Vader of all time. Whoa. Claudia Gray wrote what I consider the best Star Wars novel ever written, Lost Stars. What's that? Across the stars? Um, lost, no, Lost Stars. No, you're thinking of lost the, the romantic movie. Da-da, where I'm sure da-da, one, if not two, teenagers die. Lost Stars, <laughs> is a, it's a story that follows two people born under the Empire who, one, goes on a career path through the Empire, the other joins the Rebellion, but they're star-crossed lovers and their paths cross, you know, at Endor and Jakku and all that stuff. They cross the stars. It's just a really... It's one of the most well-put-together things I've ever read. I was compelled from beginning to end wanting to know more about these characters. Um, and she also did uh, Bloodline, which is the story where the the Senate finds out about Leia Organa's origins as the daughter of Darth Vader. And they AKA bring her down. literally the second worst person in recent history. <laughs> so, so, so what is this project supposed to be? It's, if you can just like summarize it again. It's, it's basically they just got a, a big story group together. It's, more, it's a coordinated effort to just sort of rope everything together in the the time after Empire Strikes Back. And is this, is this official, unofficial? Yeah, this is official. It's a group of five writers who got, they banded together and they, they hung out at Skywalker Ranch and had a big, you know, powwow, sit down sort of thing. Um, and and what's it, what's it going to turn into, a comic? It's, it's multiple comics, multiple novels. But they're overseeing the whole thing, so it's, it's very tightly, tightly knit. Hmm. It's good, I, you know. Uh, I don't know if you remember Shadows of the Empire back in the day, but that was oh, novels, yeah. Yeah. comics, video games, toy line, the works. Everything in this one-year span of where all the cool shit happens in Star Wars. Um, and now it's 
and now it's taken off. You know, the the new Star Wars volume is right after Empire. Um, there's a new Vader book coming out too. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of other stuff that's like even tangentially related, but it's all kind of looping in because the same people are writing it. So like the new Kylo Ren comic has throw throwbacks to stuff that's going to happen in the past, but that future's past. It's like there's webs within webs. There's also rumors of it possibly also being a video game that could be released in 2021. Ooh. There's also rumors of, and that, apparently the rumor is that would be like the first phase intertwined. There's also rumors of like, they want to do like their own version of the MCU, but in Star Wars about, I think, 500 years in the past during that. It's not during like the, the old high, Republic, but there's the High Republic. Yeah, the High Republic. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, it'll be like won't be like um, trilogies or sagas. It'll be like there'll be this one movie that connects to this one movie, and so on and so forth. And different Jedi going into like the then like unknown regions and yeah, I heard that's like an official there. thing actually happening. Like the High Republic taking place like for I think four hundred years like in the past, and it's yep. going to be separate movies but all connect like an MCU. Yeah, someone was like, oh hey, we we did oh this company did something like that with another prop. Oh yeah, Star Wars, do it. Not not a trilogy, but different movies not, altogether. It's not, night, it's not Knights of the Old Republic. It's Knights of the Oldish Republic. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, honestly, if they go with that, if they go with that format, especially like in this time frame, that could work really, really fucking well. Yeah, um, dude. It's like a. It's almost kind of like a soft reboot to Star Wars in some ways, where it's like you have all the stuff from your universe, but it's only loosely related to what you have going on. Yeah, so, and, right. and 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 they and they need to because like uh, they need to go as far back in the past as they can because I think that the studios are afraid to go into to actually expand this universe because like the Star Wars really shrunk right we have the same characters the yeah. same plot lines somebody knows somebody and it's the studio being like okay well if we go too far out the audience doesn't recognize a Skywalker or a Yoda then they're like oh what is this blah 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 you know your average like casual Star Wars movie fan that'll go pay a ticket but they need to go as far back in the past as they can and give us interesting stories like let's go to the outer rim let, let's let, let's follow somebody we don't know which is why Din Djarin, the Mandalorian works so well we don't know this guy we don't know who he is but it was done so well and, and look at that dude Disney, people loved it. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. There's only good reviews for it. And even the bad reviews are just mediocre reviews. Just like <laughs> small quibbles of stuff. Nothing too crazy like, oh, this last Jedi. Oh, this Ron Skywalker. There's nothing like that for The Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, if you learn anything from that, just mo new characters. Most of like the negative stuff I heard about The Mandalorian is just like, it's overrated. And it's like, you're just a hipster. Yeah. yeah what that, the fuck? You're out of here. You're over here. I have like I have like one buddy like who's like finds like racism in like literally every single thing he watches. Like he gets to a point where you can't go to the bar with the guy. Oh god. And he said like the stuff he was saying about the Mandalorian, it sucks. It's racist and this and that. It's like how 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 is it racist? God, he and must have been really upset that they made uh, Poe Dameron a, a spice runner. <laughs> oh no! Let me not even get into That's that. Only like it's well, when I asked them, racist. Like when I asked them, like what 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 made Mandalorian so racist? It was like opening Pandora's box. I accidentally pulled, like I knew it was a grenade. I pulled the pin and watched it go off because I was that stupid to ask the question. It's like, oh, it's Pedro Pascal, but they don't want you to see his face. That's why he's a Mandalorian. He wears the mask. They want you to see he's a Latino behind there. It's like, what oh, the God. fuck? <laughs> like, what the what? fuck? That's insane. Wait, wait, then, like then you counter that with. Why do you think he's Latino? Just because the man himself is Hispanic, does that mean he always has to play a Hispanic character? Yeah. True. Darth dude, I can counter any of these. I got the like, fucking karate Darth chop. Darth Vader's a white dude, you know, in the, in the suit, 
in canon, voiced by a black man with the most famous, probably the most famous yeah. voice in history of cinema. I mean, it goes back like, to even like like the Force Awakens, where where people were angry that John Boyega, a black guy, was a stormtrooper, and people were like, "Oh, stormtroopers are white, blah blah," because they assumed because they had like you know like like English voices, they were all just white guys, and then and then uh, uh, the official Star Wars put out a photo from the OG Star Wars with a whole bunch yep. of stormtroopers with all their helmets off, and there were different races of people, and they were just like the stormtroopers were and always are like a diverse group of people. It wasn't yeah. just white guys. And it was like, "Oh, suck on that." I, yeah. I love that. Crazy. I love that there are still people up in arms about female stormtroopers where they're just like but women, women can't be stormtroopers this is ridiculous <laughs> I, yeah like, like I, I saw some guys around it's like oh it's like a female but they don't have female body armor it's like what dude come on like what do you expect like, you like stormtroopers people with like booby plates yeah you don't need to give stormtroopers your medieval titty armor like that's not yeah that's that, not like, like it's so dumb it's like it's a girl but like it's, the way, but it's the way like man armor the, like the way I, the way i say it is have you ever seen like a female soldier wear body armor you can't see anything like it's fucking body armor. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a female cop wear like a bulletproof vest? Guess what? It's still covering everything. It's still body armor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 yeah. Like seriously, like like look look at a female cop in her wearing like body armor. Like is it is it like breast shaped? Like come on, like it's still. No, but where did the yeah. boobs go? <laughs> boobs? You can't just put boobs under armor. It doesn't work. What a waste of But yeah, like the like the stuff my buddy says about like I don't I don't even think he how you want to call him a buddy. I just you know. But like, yeah, my, my overly racial, racially sensitive friend of mine. Yeah, my this over ra- racially sensitive guy I know who's just like, we'll call him Hooper wow. X. Hooper <laughs> <laughs> X. Uh, oh man, speaking okay. of poop, poop. So, uh, <laughs> Speaking of poop, uh, there's no other way to segue this, but the emancipation of the one fantabulous Harley Quinn Harley is poop. still a thing. The Birds oh, of I forgot movie. we were going to talk about that completely. Yep. And they don't care about this. a brand new spanking trailer for your beautiful, <laughs> glorious virgin eyes to peep and behold. And my goodness, is this... Who is this movie for? I have no idea. What is this movie? It's got bright colors. Dude, yep. it's got the brightest colors. It's got her doing a model. Like, like, is is this like Arrested Development, but like Harley Quinn? You know what I mean? I feel like, like she's 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 almost like doing like like a, like a Deadpool kind of thing. Yeah, that's what that's I heard. That's that's she, how she wrote it. Yeah. That she's trying to yeah. trying to do. Yeah, because like I think there's some parts of the trailer where she's like talking to the audience or something. Mm-hmm. You'll and never guess how where, I where got into this situation. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There's uh, like the beginning of the trailer. It's like basically starts off like that. Like, oh wait, shit. Like I've started off. Let's start off from another part. It honestly, to me, sounds like the first time a 13 year old boy sees Fight Club and goes, "I can write a book like this." And just (laughs) that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my Margot Robbie obviously looks great as Harley Quinn because she's fine and she looks great as Harley Quinn. Uh, I really, I really do do dig the color palette. Like, I think it's actually like production wise, it's it's like. Like you can like eat it, you can like eat this movie. Yeah, like, I think it's really beautiful because you, you know what? Like they're they're going against the whole grain of like DC movies are dark and brooding. And blah, 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 blah. she's like, nope, this movie's gonna have color in it. It's gonna pop. We're gonna have fun, and in, and it looks like she's having a lot of fun with this too. Yeah. Um. And and Black Mask Sionis is actually wearing the mask. I was like, what? I'm, I'm kinda, he put it on. I'm still kind of disappointed though that it just looks like a like a paintball mask that he puts on and there's no like actual i was hoping like a little bit of animation to it or something like that like right. the jaw moves when he talks and not just have well, like a maybe face mask. maybe it does who knows you know what, what they do with I the final product do that you never know you I never know and, and in the games it was like his whole head 
Yeah, and the game, uh, yeah, and like the game like is a skull. skull head kind of it's, like a, the... it's like a Taskmaster kind of a mask. It's like, is the is the is his face a skull, or is it just a really <laughs> yeah. good mask? Like, what? Dude, but a skull face is a face skull? You can't or... really do that sort of thing, so of course they, like, smooth it out. And well, you, you can. It. Sure you can. I mean, you can, but it's just not how... Like, you you know, you look at how Taskmaster looks in the Black Widow movie, and it's just a smoothed-over helmet with, like... You mean Rachel Weisz in the Black Widow movie? It's not Rachel... Why does everybody keep saying I'm telling you. It's Rachel Weisz. Telling you, I'm calling it now. Whatever. No, it's Br- anyway, it's Fraser. the cool. I I don't know. I'm really on board with this movie. Um, I know no. Ellen. It is, looks fun. Ellen is going head over heels for the costume work. I um, hate the, uh, I hate the, the costume work for who? Stupid for Huntress for for that dull as dishwater looking like every day. At, like we watch these movies to escape a world and go into a fantasy one, right? Yeah. How, how come Harley Quinn is the most like like a truest to life? Of this use, of, the, of, the, of the members is, of this movie, everyone else and everybody just else just looks like 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 somebody in our world. I don't want to go it's, see it's, like a comic book movie in our world. I mean, you have a guy with a black mask on yeah. Yeah. in this movie, being a caricature. You have it's like they Quinn. use the bud- they use like the budget for like her wardrobe, <laughs> and they told the other actors, "All right, you gotta bring in what you got yeah. at home." So right, like, we, like, we like do low this. key, but Mark Robbie's like, "I'm gonna be the most fantastic one of this shit." Like, and Hunter's like, "Oh, I have a cool costume in the comic. I have a cowl. I have a cape." She and and, and, and like uh, Holly Quinn. Um, What's your name? Margaret was like, nah, bitch. No. I'm the only one you with a costume. You don't get movie. that cool mid You were wearing costume. a regular top and, and leather pants, all right? And they're like, wait, what? Bob what I will say about the cool. trailer, though, I got to say this. like, And I've watched it like a couple times and watching it now. It's shot really well. Like These scenes look really, really nice, especially when she's doing the yeah. whole like Madonna Material Girl like video yeah. and stuff. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. And other scenes of this, like Rosie Perez like running through the street and stuff like that, like... It looks like it's the cinematography looks really fucking good. Yeah, dude, it's whoever just, they got for that, like, kudos. Yeah, Fox. yeah. Pay that person the, more. The, the name is killing me. Even just like there, Ewan McGregor putting on the mask, pretty much like that looks scary, like intimidating, like shit's about to go down, like after he puts on that mask. But it's just the, the name that's killing me, and it's just I don't even uh, mind the name that much. It's just like I don't know. It's just I feel if you if you're gonna make Birds of Prey. Give them their fucking costumes. I don't care if, like, don't yeah. give Harley yeah. her costume. That's fine. Make her more modern. I'm cool with that. I'm over it. Awesome. We're moving on. But, like, Huntress has a badass costume. Make, she does. Know, make fucking it's so cool. Renee Montoya was the newest question. Give her that faceless look. It was so cool. Also, they're like, no. Where's Oracle? Not in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it also su- comes down surprise? to that. What I doubt. Uh, I mean, we we haven't even seen like we saw hints of a Robin in this universe. I just, if this universe yeah. even exists anymore, I don't know. Yeah. They uh, I don't know. It, to me, it's always been weird for them to do a Birds of Prey movie with someone who's never been a member of the Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um. You know. I think that, I think this is what's kind of bothering me too a little bit about it. And then there's, we're gonna get some eye rolls and some sighs, and we're gonna get some like people being like Greg Sex and stuff like that. But I legitimately think. They just went into the DC universe and were just like, oh, an all-girls all team. People went, are going to go crazy. They already go crazy over Harley Quinn. They went crazy over that scene in Endgame. We're going to make this. This is going to be the thing. Yeah. That seems to be... It's, like it's, 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 it's the trend. With no like rhyme or reason to it. Like I'm about making a Birds of Prey movie, but mm-hmm. Har- Harley was never really a part of that team. No. Who, is a, who, 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 are, the, who are the Birds of Prey? The, the original three are Batgirl, Huntress, and Black Canary. But yeah. uh, Barbara Gordon, you know, post being crippled as Oracle, which is mm-hmm. really the best role she's ever had in comics yeah. as Batman's yeah. man in the chair. Like, it, like it, even in the games, it was yeah, really cool. I mean, this yeah. Birds of Prey as a comic took her role as Batman's man in the chair and expanded it where she's like like a superhero network. 
It, w- yeah. it was a huge mystery who she was, who Oracle was at first, because I, if I'm remembering correctly, the first time I remember hearing about her was in Justice League, and it was just Oracle. There was no he, yeah. she, whatever. It was just this is, and you have this like icon of what looks like a Green Lantern like generated yeah. face with chevrons. And, yeah, and it was just like. What is going on? And then it was revealed, it was revealed to be Barbara Gordon. Everyone was like, "Holy shit, that's yeah. brilliant. That's perfect." The- I remember that too, yeah, because like before they even like made her talk in the in the cartoon, like it was like like, like Batman would just like ask something and it would just come up on his displayer and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, "Ooh, interesting." Yeah. He has like a glitch. <laughs> but uh, so, what do we think of uh, Roman Sionis in here, a little Black Mask? What do we think? I've uh, I've never been a fan of Black Mask as a bad guy. So he's I'm, fine. I'm hoping you and McGregor will just take it in a new direction. You know, I'm, I'm I mean, all for people breathing new life into lame characters. Yeah, he, he's really B-list at best, I would say. Black Mask. Like, he's not know. like if you think of A-listing for Batman is like your Jokers, your Mr. Freeze. Your I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even give him the B-list. I'd give him maybe give him the B. C-list. I'd put him there with like Calendar. Well, like, like Calendar well, Man. Or he doesn't have he doesn't really have a gimmick. You know, it's like it's like he, he's just Riddler, he's a gimmick, boss. Killer yeah. Croc, gimmick, Two-Face, gimmick, Penguin, gimmick, Clayface, gimmick, like. All the cool Batman villains that everybody loves all have a really neat gimmick, and and Black Mask is just like, oh, I'm an Italian crime boss. Hey, <laughs> isn't, isn't, his mask, about it? isn't his mask made out of like a, a, a casket or his, something? His, his mother's coffin? Yeah, or something something like that. I don't yeah. know. It's like yeah. it's like something weird. But like he's just he's just a gu- <laughs> like. But there's like he doesn't have like like there's no gimmick to like his mask thing like he doesn't like put masks on his victims like it's just he's just a guy in a mask yeah yeah so i'll get a guy i heard about that too uh that that they made uh black mask in this movie uh gay he's supposed to be like gay in this movie for uh, whatever reason and 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 there were rumors that like uh people either hated or didn't hate it they're just like you know he was doing uh his his acting on set was a bit too uh, caricature of what he thought a gay person would, would be like. You, it, know, you know what I mean? Since he's like a straight dude. Wow. Here's like, here's like, hot, all these like here's here's weird rumors. Super uncomfortable. Here, here's a hot take. Yeah. What if he acts like that and he's straight? Hmm. Like who cares? Like he, you can yeah. you can be a caricature. There have been many sitcoms in the 90s that are a staple of or what I understand to be a staple of gay pride culture and, and non-binary culture looking at Will, Will and Grace. Like, I've never heard anyone talk bad about that. And you look at the character Jack, and he's just literally what I imagine they're saying Ewan McGregor is being. Right. I guess so we'll just have true. to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we can do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like, it's good. But, but, but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 anyway, the, this movie itself, like, uh, I, I like, like Dave said, like, I like the cinematography. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'll see the matinee. It looks fun, I guess. I, I, I might, know, I might do reserve. a cheapo Tuesday. We'll see. I, yeah. listen, I likewise well like because... the, the, the humor's not really hitting it's just like okay that's but, but again this yes. movie is not for us either yeah so who is it who is it for that's a good question the, the ladies the ladies mm, who think, think so? that's a costume i don't know look have you guys been watching the animated harley quinn show that's no. been out no. No. let me tell no. you fucking hilarious for one they, mm. they, they have some good um casting on it's there. real dude it's so yeah. funny it's just it's so well done um I mean, DC Animated's like been on top for like the longest yeah, oh, time. Yeah, they've, they've, they've always they've been, been like slipping really... a little bit. The last Wonder Woman movie's not great. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Hush that yet. Oh no. Great. Yeah, H- Hush was. Well, yeah. they took some yeah. departures oh. in Hush. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, well, which was one where, where, where like Harley Quinn went to like a uh, like a biker bar and she started like dancing and singing on the table and it was really weird and it was uh, voiced by uh, that that woman from Big Bang Theory. That's the Harley Quinn that, thing. He's was talking that Hell about. to Pay? Uh, no, no, that is, no, that is the that, show. That that's is the, the show he's yeah. talking about. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. big reason why that's kind of got me thinking about it is because Ron Funches plays King Shark. I think. Oh God, he's and so I'm funny. a big Ron Funches fan, he's and so his voice does not fit a giant man <laughs> shark at all. But it does. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> does it? See, it does. Um, the, the cart- you know who Red Birds Sun? of Prey is made for, I think, honestly? What? Like, mm. now that I think about looking at the trailer. Remember the remember Sucker Punch a, a 80 amount of years ago when that came out? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. At least the Snyder kind of Sucker Punch. And, <laughs> and wait, wait, hang on. I remember, like, the type of girls that would post, like, scenes of that movie on their social media. Like, I'm this girl. I'm that girl. <laughs> That's I'm this girl. And it's, and, it, and, it's, and it's Baby Belong with the samurai sword flipping when the when the samurai's, yep. like, like, shooting the Gatling gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember this that. This movie was made about me. <laughs> That's who this movie was made for. Uh, true. I think uh, like, you're right. Dude, you're right. wait. Just wait one week after this movie premieres, and we're going to see that shit everywhere like photo like pictures of harley queen doing something badass oh, and have, like some amazingly like weird written shit next to her like how like you're a queen and this and that like. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, but, ah, but before i lose the point the reason i brought up the cartoon was that it's the same exact premise as this movie um which I, which i think is pretty interesting because it's like the suicide squad movie is out there right but then there's just a better version of what it could have been with the original animated suicide squad movie yeah which i thought was fucking awesome what was that um escape from arkham asylum what was it yep. called oh yeah yeah that, that was pretty, that, was that pretty movie good. was great and that's what the live action suicide squad movie should have been and this movie haven't seen it yet not making any judgments but if it's anything like this show where it's harley quinn breaking up with the joker and striking out on her own but like they're still in each other's lives because when you're a fucking batman villain of course you're gonna run in the same exact circles right like <laughs> it's just it's really good and I've never liked Harley as a character outside of being the Joker's, like, Gal Friday. Mm-hmm, but right. it takes it in a nice direction that the comics have never done or, or kept me vested in for a while. Because the comics is just like, oh, she's just Girl Deadpool. And I'm like, this is so fun. This is so well, fundamentally We already have Girl wrong. Deadpool. Like, yeah. Lady Deadpool is a thing. Yeah, we don't need that. But you don't, yeah. Yeah, you don't need this with Harley Quinn. With Harley, you can... You can do something that's more nuanced. Like, she's trying to either be a better supervillain or, like, regain control of her life. It's not just violence for violence sake. Um, And that's what it seems like in this one. Like, they're trying really hard to sell you on, like, like what they think the character should be and not what she is. And in turn, uh, I don't know, you have this script and, like, all, all these scenes where she looks like she's trying really hard to be Harley Quinn. As opposed to just being Harley Quinn. Like, I think she did, like, a really good job in the Suicide Squad of just being Harley Quinn. Oh, absolutely, I agree. You know what I mean? I like, like, she's, like, she was the best part. And, like, she was just her. You know what I mean? And people, and that's why people gravitated towards it. Here, she's just like, all right, let's go. Wow, you're really cool. Wow. I'm like, what is, are you, are you a YouTuber? Is this, is this, how, is this Harley Quinn's YouTube <laughs> channel? Movie, hey, what's up, guys? Whoa. All these stilted jump cuts in one frame. Oh, God. Right, right. And like, it's like the, the whole movie is like, like, so me and Mr. J broke up. Like, those like breakup videos people make, which is really fucking weird. Wait, that's why? A thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yes. It's, I those, know what I'm YouTubing later. I forget tonight. exactly. Like, yeah, p- people, people like, uh, especially like, quote unquote, well known. YouTubers make videos on why they break up together 
they make the same video together and they'll post a pre-story on one channel, another channel, that and sounds then, like together. Really unhealthy to me. It's really stupid, but it gets a lot of views. Lot of, I don't know sure. who started it, but YouTubers are still continuing with it, and that's what this seems like. She's like, "Well, here's why me and Mr. J broke up," and it's like a YouTube video. She's like, "Guys, guys," and then like, and then you have this scene in this uh, trailer where Black Canary is coming down a slide and she's punching a guy, and and then Holly Quinn goes, "Wow, you're really fun!" Woo! And I'm like. <laughs> Make sure to like this video, guys. Subscribe. I, I, I love that. I love that angle. I got to be honest with you. The the <laughs> idea of Harley as like a literal batshit insane YouTube personality now, it's fun. Dude, if Margot Robbie did that just on her I think it's fun. I started think a Harley Quinn channel be, where she, it's just her just doing her thing as Harley Quinn. That would marketing. I'm really here for it. I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, they have like a part of the uh, of the trailer where she has like a shopping cart, and that's that's a YouTube video. YouTubers do that shit. They go to like like stores and do hauls. And I gotta shit. say, I, I do like that scene, the shopping cart. It's a really good looking. That looks like that's a cool it's, looking it's scene. A really cool looking shot. She looks really good in it. And, yeah. Like, she just looks like 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 Margot Robbie does a really good job of just like contorting her face and just having that like insane girl. Well, and that's look. that's the thing. That's the thing that bothers me. She's a really 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 good actress. Like you yeah. look at her in this. And you look at her like in freaking like any like Wolf of Wall Street or even like um, I, Tanya. Tanya like or in Tanya I Tanya yeah two completely different characters altogether like yeah, the look on so her like good. the way she did her face in I Tanya yeah it's not Harley Quinn it's it's Tanya Harding like she's an amazing a, a brilliant actress and it's like and, and even, I'm even so Tanya nervous that movie about this was movie. just like wow you like you got me down like that's yeah. crazy yeah even though she would like sit and walk she was Tanya Harding so it's like. Well deserved the Academy Awards, so it's like fuck. It makes me nervous. I want this movie like, I, to I come see out. I want it to do well. I want them to make a Gotham City Sirens movie, which is what this movie should have been. Yeah, which is true. The, tri- the trio of her, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. Ooh. Doing crime. Oh, that sounds like a much more interesting yeah. movie. That's, that's what it should have been because she's not a member of the Birds of Prey. She's a member of. The Gotham City Sirens, which I don't. Oh, so it's, like, it's, it's it, almost like it's almost like they like the like uh, they, they saw the two stories. Like, oh, let's like combine those. I, I think it's more of a, who has the better. They want I think to do it's a who, movie about good guys. I think it's about. I think it's also who has the better name. Yeah, like Gotham City Sirens isn't that great of a name. Birds of Prey is a much flashier name. I agree. So yeah, like, like, like Gotham City Sirens, I think we'll get guys in there. Birds of Prey will get all the birds. <laughs> In there, I think they would probably just call it sirens, to be honest. And then everyone would be like, "I don't know what this is about." Yeah, it's <laughs> is this about cops? Like, <laughs> is this is this a, is a found footage? What's, what's going on? Is this a body cam movie? What's happening here? Sirens? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. But yeah. it's got that Harley that, Quinn in there. That's pretty much why. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yep. So uh, yeah. So are you guys gonna see this day one? Absolutely. Mm, Tuesday really, one. I'm really Tuesday excited. One. I got. It. AMC A list. I'm my butt's in the seat. Oh, yeah, so he it's not really costing him any extra money, so no. it doesn't matter either way. Doesn't Man, matter, I'm gonna go well, see cats on Friday. All right. <laughs> I, I I legitimately I kind of want to see cats because all I've heard is people being like, "You won't believe what you're watching." It's terrifying. Yeah, I watched. I heard it's I heard it's insane, and and also like I want to see the cut where the CGI is not finished. I don't want to see like the re- yeah the fixed one. version. Like, you guys heard about that, right? The, where the day where, one yeah. patch of cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's just been crazy. It's insane. How does a movie? How does a movie print, like, print to film, yeah. and the CG's not done for a lot of the scenes? Like, DLC apparently, movies, it's man. Like a that's lot how it starts. Yeah, that's and then they're start. like, oh, you gotta movies. resend these reels out with the finished product. It's so bad. Like, it's oh, so they did something insane. more to it. I'll see it again. That's that's how it starts. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Exactly. What they need to do is toss a coin. Oh yeah, right. we're talking about that. They toss yeah. that coin. Toss make sure it goes. Over. 
Casey the Witch here. Yeah, thanks. Oh, great. It's stuck in my we're, head. we're trying to get right, people so, in Casey, uh, not stream away. Oh, please. Exactly, yeah. Last time you streamed on your own, that's all you were doing. Every there's, bit, a, there's only last one. Time one on that? There's only room on the stream for one song. Oh, my gosh. I could not. For that song for Netflix's The Witcher is so catchy. I was playing Sekiro all what was it, Monday, <laughs> and I was just God. like, "Toss a coin to Sekiro. I'm gonna punch this guy in the dick, and it's gonna it's like it <laughs> would all the time. not stop." Yeah, I and didn't I realize was I was doing every it. minute of it. <laughs> yeah, so so Netflix released uh, The Witcher, yes. based on more of the novel coming out of uh, Poland. The adaptation of the first yeah, Poland. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. So like, less of the video games, more on that. And uh, it's got some good reviews. And uh, and us having watched it, uh, I just want to say my shorthand reviewed. I really liked it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I agree. It. Yeah. Um, I, I played some of the games, not not extensively. Um, I haven't read the books or the original, you know, because I don't speak Polish. Uh, but yeah, I think Henry Cavill absolutely killed it as Geralt of Rivia. Oh yeah, I think the uh, some of the supporting actors actors uh, did a good job too. I think the setting, the cinematography is really good. I enjoyed the fights. Mm -hmm. Let's talk yep. about. We'll, we'll we'll get into that as well. But uh, shorthand, I like it. I think it's worth it. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's one of these shows where where as creatives. We oft we often have something on our other screen while we're working on stuff, yeah. right? You got your designers, your web designers, you got your editors, your production people, whatever. I think this is one of the ones, one of these shows where you need to have it on and give it your full attention. There's oh, a lot of stuff. That's true. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. The visuals are spectacular, and there's also some like time stuff. So if you're not paying attention, you can kind of you, miss yeah, a certain yeah. Things. So but that was a big one yeah. for me. Yeah, but 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 yeah, my shorthand thing is I think it's worth your time. Have it on your main screen and watch it. Don't have it off to the side yeah. while you're doing something. Watch it. What, what do you guys think? I I, I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, don't be playing your little your little battle jacks and your Disney emoji games or any of that. You have to like sit there. You have to pay attention. Uh, my gut reaction after watching all of it. And it's not a spoiler thing. It just makes me feel bad for Henry Cavill's action career because, like, yeah. damn, that dude's an action yeah. star. He can he do is. it. Dude. He just unfortunately chose Man of Steel to de debut it, which is not great. For I don't me, think that's that. going to – I think this is only, in, like, built upon his career. I don't think he's harmed by that film anymore. I, I think that he's he could have been larger. It. He's over it. Look at I think No, I agree he's over it, but I think he could have been larger. Yeah, maybe. I think honestly, though, like he's gonna he he is gonna keep on rising, getting bigger as we as we think, just because like one his the action in this for him was incredible. Like oh, the, yeah. the, uh, the choreography, all that stuff was good. His workout routine for this was so simple; it was amazing. Let's, like speaking of his workout routine, let me just get into this. As if Henry Cavill didn't need any more help getting laid. Classically <laughs> handsome, absolutely shredded, hilarious. Charming. English accent. English accent. Yeah. yeah. His muscles are apparently so well toned. It it whittled down the leather armor that they made for the show. God fucking. They yeah. had kept to make breaking his, his armor. He is Superman. This man. He is super multiple. <laughs> this motherfucker they had to is make Superman. Him multiple costumes because he was too muscly for it to stay intact. Imagine being so swole that you bust out of your it leather custom be armor. Contained. He just like, oh, sorry, I broke that one. Yeah. Don't, don't toss a coin to your Witcher. Bounce a coin off dead ass. Oh, Damn it. Holy shit. That was Damn good. It. That was good. Dude, He's he should have played Gaston. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, he's got roughly the, chest. the size of a bar. He's got the chest yeah. hair. 
Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. One thing I want to go into that, uh, that, Dave, I want you to talk about, too, the fight scenes, dude. Oh, my Tell God. Tell them why they call the butcher, Dave. Bruh, so, it's, it's especially the fight scene where he was going after, uh, well, in, in, the, in the very, very beginning. I love that the movie studios and everybody pay attention, all right? Wide to medium shots. Not close-ups. Yes. Wide yes. medium shots. We saw sweeping action yeah. without taking cuts. That means Henry Cavill's sweat his ass off. Yes. Learning the choreography for this fight. All the stuntmen that were with him sweat their ass off to it. And it came out amazing, dude. The, the, the swords were clanging and banging. His movements were swift and, and had finesse. Like, he was accurate with each one of his strikes. And it looked like he was absolutely cutting and gutting down everybody he came across. Dave, talk about it. So, basically, what I liked about this is, one, it's actually him doing a lot of these stunts. It's actually him. You see his face. They're taking, like, the like the Hong Kong action movie Jackie Chan approach where it's, like, they want you to see it's the actor doing these things. Um, and they do a really good job at not only choreographing when he fights people, but when he fights monsters. And it's two different ways of fighting. When he fights, like, people, nothing's going to stand in his way. If it's, a, it's, a, if it's a, hum, a bunch of, like, human dudes, seven or eight of them, he's going to go through it and he fights with this confidence and air and just swagger. It's, like, he's going to go in there and do what he has to do and take everyone out. When he fights a monster... It's different. He's more defensive. He's more, he's slower. He doesn't move as quick or as like agile. He's actually more nervous when he's in there. And I love it. When he's fighting monsters, he'll win, but he's going to get his ass kicked every single step the of the fact way. That you can see mm. the restraint without an utterance. Yes. No, no words necessary. It's all in the visuals. Yes. And that's the thing I love. And again, you can see it when he moves, like watch him fight. Like watch him fight like a monster, and then watch him fight humans, or when he like he's just he's has this natural charisma when he's fighting humans that he's going to win. He's gonna destroy you and get to where he has to get to, and you're not gonna stop him. But when he's fighting like a monster, he's more backing away as he fights. He's not hitting as hard. He's got he's second guessing every move he does. Um, and you know, also, the monsters is a bit more careful because like each each it, I love the monsters too because they each seemed like there was like some kind of like caveat to them some kind of yes. thing where if he gets caught off guard it's really going to hurt him kind of like in the game you know what I mean like like when he was fighting uh like the first monster the crazy like arachnid spider humanoid looking thing they had like two like human backs and like outward lungs I was like what is this nightmare creature um, but yeah, he was really careful in fighting it. And then like in the, uh, later on too, in the series, he was fighting these like ghoulish, like feral looking zombie things. And he was telling this guy, I was like, like, listen, like you need to get out of here. If one bites you, you're done. Yep. Yeah. And let's not forget yeah. when he fought the fucking walking a Wendigo abortion. Or whatever that. Oh was. god, whatever that was. That was he terrifying. literally called it like, and, and, uh, I, I was like, oh my god, there's some groups are gonna have some problems with this. But uh, yeah, he was just like, like it was. Yeah, anyway. that was that. That design was genuinely terrifying. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was like, that reminded me of like old school horror. Is what that reminded me of. Just like the the way like they must no. have created it, and like the like that thing was designed in a creature shop. And for the it's funny you say that because I saw that and the first thing I thought of was whoever designed that creature. Yeah. Definitely, like, was inspired in some way by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah. That's some, like, Yelmo. Like, like, yeah. Right? That like is some the, Guillermo, the way the like, eyes were, shit. like, through these yeah. slits and, like, the way the mouth was. Like, it was, the, it was like a like, del Toro. The scream, too, that it had. Yeah. Yeah. And when he fights that thing. Yeah. And when he yeah. fights that thing, again, when he says, I have to fight it all night, he gets angry and nervous. Like, fuck, I have to stay up all night fighting this thing. That was I, dope. I, God that was damn dope. it. Because, like, he was like, he was like, like how was it cursed? Show me how the cursing. He was like, uh, I read some incantation. I waited for for for, 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 the, for the, the first light or whatever, whatnot. And then he was, like, drinking his potion. He's like, he turns on a dime. He to fight he it just... all night. <laughs> oh. 
I, so so oh, for me, dude. I read that as him being mildly annoyed at the same time. He goes, I'm going to fight this fucking thing all goddamn <laughs> night. You kidding me? Oh, God damn it. But but yeah, the the, the creature's designs, I mean, oh, especially oh, yeah. that, that one you're talking about, Dave, like, it, it, it was incredible. And I love the horror movie aspect of it all because it was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Even yeah. he had like an umbilical cord because he called it like yep. abortion. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, they're going what, for it. What I like also is like, he's not a brute. He's actually a very smart, like, character. Yeah. Like he yeah. knows, he knows, like he knows, like the lay of the land. He knows how to act in court. He knows how to do this. Are and we that. just gonna like look over the fact that witchers are basically Jedi? Well, so like witchers are basically Jedi, but um, Geralt. If I was, I was watching an interview with Henry Cavill, and by the way, dude's a super nerd. Like he's read the yeah, books. He is. Like he's yeah, into he's it. Into I love stuff. that one interview where they check him where they're like PC or where yeah, like, PS4, yeah, they, 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 they like, go PS4, PC. S4, and he goes PC, and it's like God damn, and he he's like the Chad Supreme. But yeah. he's, one of, he's yeah. one of us. Yeah, yeah, he is. But like, so he was he was saying that um, Geralt, and I don't know if this is true because I haven't read the books because I'm illiterate apparently. But um, <laughs> as we are, he, all. he was saying that there he's like the super soldier of the Witchers, where he's like a little bit different. He's gone through all these different kind of like procedures and curses or whatever mm-hmm. that like makes him more than just your typical witcher which would explain why that one witcher that we saw in episode what was that four maybe five the one who gets um, killed in the meat locker yeah he gets killed in the meat locker pretty easily and girls can take on this thing pretty no problem yeah like right like he, he struggled but like he didn't get killed in a meat locker struggle so it's stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and I love how he wanted to like be making men's. He's just like he's like he's like, listen, I'll kill the creature and I'll do it for and I and, I, and, I, and I'll, I'll give you a discount, you know, from my guild to yours. And they were like, well, yeah, okay. and it's like, yeah. like well, yeah, that's pretty. We know you won't run off with our money. And he's like, You're, you, you won't don't. pay me until the job's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just said that. <laughs> I just said it. And, and I love the use of magic too, because like in the game too, it's not like yes. some big force unleashed kind of thing. Right. It's it's yep. like you use it sparingly and use it when you can. And I love where he he's he's fighting uh, the Striga. Like he uses like force push. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and the it's thing, so the thing well like, done. And the, re- the reason why I'm glad you brought that up is like one of the things I hate about watching a lot of fantasy movies and have magic and all this stuff is like, what is like the cost of using this power? There never you never really see that in some movies. Um, but in this. You do, especially when they have the whole, like, mage battle. You see the cost of them using this power. You see, like, how it affects them. Oh, yeah. And basically, as a witcher, he has to drink, like, this mashing potion that's, like, freaking, like, pre-workout, pretty much. So he can use all the shit he needs to use to fight these things. Yeah. You see the you, you see how much this is. So it's, like, they don't do... And what I love is, like, they, they, they're subtle with the magic. They're very subtle with it. So when they do something big, it's fucking big. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that you brought up the, the cost of it, too, because this world, why it works so well, the lore. Yes. You know, like when you see Yennefer, Yen, <laughs> Yennefer, when you see uh, Yennefer and she's being trained by, uh, you know, in the Sith Hogwarts Academy. Uh, <laughs> you're not wrong. I was totally a Sith Hogwarts. I'm like, this is you're a not, dark Hogwarts. What is their actual I'm, name? I'm the down for it. The sorcerers? Something, something like, like that. that. Something like that. Yeah, but uh, but when she first uh, brings brings Yen the fur in there, and uh, and there's there's some flowers and there's a rock, and she's like, lift the rock. I'm like, okay, here's some Harry Potter slash Jedi training, and uh, and and the, the the first girl was doing it, and then her hands started like getting all like corpsey, shriveled, she was yeah. screaming yeah. at the top of her lungs, and she was like, there you have it, well done. Magic has there a is price always a price to like, be oh, paid for magics, right? There's an, an equivalent exchange. Then, oh no, and, and then that one mage, <laughs> that one mage in the back, which is like, way to go, nerd. <laughs> 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 my and she's like, 
Right? And it was so low-key, like, nice like, so, hand, like here's idiot. how you, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, here's how you really do it. Hold the flower, and that will die, but you'll be able to do magic. It's like, ah, oh, equivalent exchange. I was like, oh, my God, it's full of metal and then, It's actually if, full of If you were ever familiar with how Yennefer looks in, say, The Witcher 3, where she mm. is this statuesque, totally hot brunette, you're like, wow, how does this hunchback get here? And it's like, oh, cool, there's just this really fucked up graphic scene where she sacrifices her uterus to get completely yep. transformed. And I'm like, yeah. all right, wow, that is something. <laughs> that was that actually kept me going a lot through. Because for me, episode one was good, but it was like, wasn't like, didn't grab me right away. I always give every episode, every show three episodes to really get me going. Yep. And then I was just like, but I'm pretty sure she's super hot in the game. Yes. Yeah. So what the fuck? They're and then all I'll, super hot. Tris, yeah. Tris is super hot. Siri ends up yeah, being so, super so, hot. So what do you think of uh, Tris? I was just like, wait a minute. That's supposed to be that hot redhead. What is yeah, this? Yeah, that is yeah. a weird. Yeah, listen, I appreciate blind casting in Hollywood, but I, I think it's it's weird when you have an established character, like how they look, mm-hmm. and then you just depart from that entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the actress does a fine enough job of, with what she's given. And she's obviously not as central to the plot as Yennefer is. Yeah. Um, who, you know, again, not a white actress for Yennefer either, but still right. totally fine. I think she's she's Indian, right? Yeah, I think doesn't so. really matter. I mean, yeah, she's, I a, so. she's a she's well, a. But I mean, like color, when you, when you look at look at like uh, yeah, I mean, she she's like light skin enough to be. Yeah. Like, but anyway, and her, but yeah, the, the, like, aesthetic, you know, the aesthetic is still there. Like it's not a big enough departure where it's this you know svelte right. redhead to yeah you know, it's. Yeah, there, there, there's there's some weird things with uh, with aesthetics in this in this show. Like you have uh, the the Nifigard army who look like like penises and stuff. <laughs> yeah. like it's it's really weird. And then and then you, you look at like how they look in the game, and they have like this like this ebony like black armor with like gold suns and stuff like that. They look really cool. And then you look at the show, and you're like, wait a minute. Well, what? it's also a difference and, of, and, of like. And th- there was a rumor going around that the showrunner and she denies this. Uh, and the costumer also denies this. Um, <laughs> that they made that army that way with the penis-looking helms and the scrotum-like, like really wrinkly-looking armor, uh, <laughs> to make it look like there was an army of again they deny this is an army of male soldiers coming up to fight the, the matriarchy, and I was just like, hmm, because they're going up against a queen who rules the land mm-hmm. with an iron sword, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, it was just like this weird thing online that I found. I was like, oh, that's I'm, weird. I'm, I can't unsee the penis. I armor. really hope. Like, like, I know they say that they deny that, but they could, they'll say anything just to like kind of keep under Safe the radar face. a little bit but like yeah i really hope that's because if you true. see the, the comparison of what the armor looks like it's like wait a minute how'd you guys not just do that armor from the game what yeah. like you have I the mean, reference there it's like really also, cool well, also what's, the, what's the timeline difference between the the beginning of the books and the end of the games is it like 30 years or something no well it's beginning of the books and the end of the games well the, well, the games are different uh canon than the books altogether no so they the, change, the they change yeah. take place after the books are over I heard they were a different canon altogether from people who have played oh, the games and read the books. I, it I was heard. my understanding that it takes place after the eighth book. The well, I mean, the the show itself, which is a whole different ball game, right, is like two or three hundred years or something stupid. I feel like it's like a stupid amount of time. Yeah, maybe a yeah. hundred. And 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 the first couple episodes are taken from like not, not even like when you have like the Witcher himself. They're taken from like these uh, short stories that that preface like the world and shit. And I was just like, ooh, that's interesting, huh? So yeah. so I because like there's, there's there's so much lore to the Witcher. It's nuts. So I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking trying to find it. I know uh, Netflix actually released a timeline for the witcher so like what events happened because we, we oh no yeah, way we, we mentioned this um not too too long ago 
uh, like I think it was like when we were first kind of introducing the show, but like this is all it's all wibbly wobbly timey wimey in terms of a timeline. And, and I'm not I'm not saying like you watch episode six, then four, then two, then eight, then like in that order. In the episode mm-hmm. themselves, timeline is just all mixed everywhere, up, which is makes which is why you have to really pay attention. And I didn't really understand that. I was just kind of like I was paying attention, but I was kind of half paying attention until episode four. And then they were they basically like show that it is different timelines. And I was like, wait, what? What are you? What's? What's hey, the I just thing met that character. The... Why is he a child now? Yeah. <laughs> and it, and you know, I, I really didn't realize they were going through different like times and decades and yeah. stuff. Like I, I they didn't come across until until later because we kept coming back to the the, the sacking of uh, of that one kingdom. And I was it's like, right. oh, this is really interesting. And and also, uh, Yennefer at one point says she's been. Like a maid for like for like centuries or decades, something decades. like that. She says something, yeah, that says, yeah, I've been like alive doing this for for decades. So she's just been like been this maid at like different courts and stuff like that for like the longest time until she meets Garel, until she comes to like this place in her life. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, but uh, what, what, what do you guys think of the overall uh the, the story of this show? This whole thing with like destiny and and the Witcher himself like going through through life, but he's he's finding purpose through this uh this young ward. Uh, the story itself is fine. Like it's not blowing me away. I think it's more the characters yeah. and the acting and the like. Literally everything else that makes a movie a movie blew me away. The story is fine. I think the fact that they jumbled it up kind of was they were trying to hide the fact that the story is just fine. It's not like gonna blow, not gonna blow your socks off necessarily. But it's more the presentation of it. It's good. Like I have nothing to complain about about it. It's just good. Agree. Like the story is like not the best thing to write home about. It's good. Like Greg said, it's good. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, what keeps me captivated, what kept me captivated is wanting to know like what the girl can do. What's her whole purpose? Why she can do what she does. Yeah. And it doesn't really affect her. Like it affects every other magic user pretty much that we can see. <laughs> um, yeah. But again, like Greg said, it's like what makes this great is like just the cinematography, the colors, the costuming, the monsters, the, the whole, like, atmosphere show, of it. it actually looks like they're be, in this world. This show should be the new Game of Thrones that, that everybody well, so, attaches to and jumps on and follows week to week. I agree. Like, and it it's wasn't funny, the Netflix model of, here's it's, it's your funny show. That you br- it's funny that you bring that up because everyone keeps on saying that, like, this is the new Game of Thrones. And you can tell they're going for it in the first couple episodes because there's nothing but blood, gore, tits, like everything, yeah. right? They're, they're trying to get all of it. There's yeah, politics, all these names, these kingdoms, yeah. and this place, and, and this like, place. What? But, but where I think the show really shines is the fact that it's more like, a, I would say, like a mid to late 90s action. Not action, adventure yeah. movie. Action adventure movie is what it's more like to me. Like, it feels very similar to, like, but just a better like willow essentially like where we're in that time frame it's got the cheesiness of it you have your comedic your comic relief stuff like that but it's got solid action it's got solid lore to it and it's well acted like it's just it should be a classic absolutely yeah. and uh, by the way it's 53 years or yeah 53 years that it takes place from the beginning of this um timeline mm. to the end so okay. i was really 53 holy 53, shit yeah according to this timeline. <laughs> wow yeah do you guys have any uh, stand-up moments that you got, you liked from uh, the first season? Every time mm. the bard opened his goddamn mouth. Oh. <laughs> Every time. What a legend. So good. Um, no, I'll say the, the, the Jin episode. Just all of that. That, that, was, that was a good, good episode. Very well done. They mis- misled you just the right amount. Mm-hmm. 
it gives you a good feeling of who these characters are and it's just good fun it's it's definitely like it feels like a filler episode for sure but it's like a good filler episode i don't think i have any like big standout moments like i'm trying to think i'm watching like what we're, what we're, what we're playing right now and it's like i just it all was good and what i like is they're still they're still going with that netflix new formula where it's like we're not going to do 16 episodes we're just going to do like nine and it's all and every episode is going to count and not be like filler just to fill a quota um yeah, it, it all felt full, like, like full, not filler, but like full. Like yes. I didn't feel like I, I was, I was. I don't feel like there was time wasted yeah. at any point. Well, maybe when they went into like that magical forest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, apparently in the short story, that's because uh, there's a bunch of short stories, and then there's actually like the books that Leo took. Apparently, that's where um, uh, he was. He was supposed to find Siri. Supposed to meet up with the little girl in that ah. magical forest kind of thing. Hmm. And I was just like, oh yeah, this is like going on for for a long time. Like, uh, what's what's happening with this little forcey mm. thing? But like, like minor minor quibble yeah, yeah. about that. But yeah, I never felt like I was I was wasting my time watching any. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I um. Right, you Casey stand out. Oh, no, sorry. I was gonna say as as soon as like, I like I think it was episode four when everything clicked and like all oh, these are different times. I was like, what? And then I immediately my eyes were glued. And I think I finished the remaining episodes that night. I didn't go to bed until yeah. super late. I was like, I cannot fucking stop at this point. <laughs> Dude, I was coming to work all like time. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, <laughs> Witcher. <laughs> the Witcher. <laughs> He's been getting at me. Um, my favorite episode has got to be the one where they introduce the law of surprise and they explain everything. The oh, law yeah. of surprise so has been cold. Yeah, with, you know, you got your cool porcupine man. You've got Geralt being a complete dick at this huge, like, gala. You've got mm-hmm. Jaskier, like, canoodling around. I mean, everything from the quips about him being a eunuch to just everything, every <laughs> part of that episode, like, in what it does for the show and what it does for the lore and what it does for the characters, like, I feel like that's the perfect episode for someone to just, like, jump in and be like, what is this about? Like, give me a taste. You know, where people are like, well, if you could pick one Doctor Who episode, which one would you pick? And they're like, blink. And I'm like, you're wrong. Um, Empty child. Next yeah, question. Yeah, right. See, you get it. Boom. Um, the Angels for, one. Oh, no. Angels is good. That is blink. Yeah, that is blink. That is blink. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, No, but I, I feel, I, I don't know. I, I you Yeah, everybody should start the show from the beginning and watch it end to end. But I feel like if you want a taste of what this show is about, how it feels, the importance and significance of things, that's the one. Yeah. Um, that, that is a great episode. And that. Just that really sealed like my enjoyment of the show completely. I, I just loved like, the ending of that episode. I'll just say where he's they this whole thing is about the law of surprise and how it's bad. It's not a good idea. You should never fucking do it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're in debt to you, Gerald. What should we do? He goes add ah, his fucking law of surprise. And the queen was like, you stupid fuck. What have you done? And immediately the princess just vomits all over the floor. And he's like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> fuck <Not> again. <laughs> Ugh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a really good series. I highly recommend everybody watch it. And just like Dave said, like Henry Cavill, like holy crap, man. Like he pulled it off. Because if he didn't get Geralt Riviera right, this yeah. thing would have woo <laughs> Oh man. If he did like just an okay job, just an okay job, he'd have been like, Oh, that yeah, Witcher yeah. was kinda of yeah. hard by Henry Cavill, but he did it. He did it, dude. Like you believe that he was Geralt. What's Riviera. crazy about like Henry Cavill. What's crazy about also like him looking the part, it's like one of my buddies said it best. He's a Superman, like when a white wig. I'm like, nah, no, he's not. Because yeah. for Superman, he did a certain type of workout that had did more powerlifting. For the workouts he did for this, they were more like isometric and more for like moving around and staying loose and in shape and all that stuff. Mm. He did five workouts, five fucking workouts every day, 
And you can find these workouts online. Him and his trainer were like, you know what? This is going to be big. Let's throw it out there. Have everyone else. How much are they sponsoring you to make these? By Witcher workout. They could be yours. No, but they're but, but no, but they're simple fucking workouts. Like they're very simple. But holy shit, it's just I swear to God, and if it, any of them involve throwing coin, I'm going I leave I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> literally throwing it's, coin. It's a squat throw. It's called the toss the coin to your witcher. It really gets All I'm saying clues. is like they, they even thought like how to make him work out to make him look like a soldier. You know. Yeah. And that's yeah. what these workouts were. They were to have him look like a soldier, give him like that the shoulder proportions, make sure like his chest wasn't too big so that he can like wave a sword around and it doesn't really look weird or blocky. I don't yeah. know if I can Everything if I'm was, speaking for Greg here, but I've always felt that Superman doesn't have to be like a large, well built character. Um I, with with Geralt, I think his it's just he's so imposing, but you're right, he can fuck he can move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, and, and especially, like, having played some of the games where, like, Geralt, like, moves around, he flips, turns his back around, spins. Like, he does that in yep. here. Yeah. And it looks good. It, it looks like he's... When camera over his shoulder, it's like you're in the game. It's, yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, like, in the, uh, the, in the episode four, the, the, the fight at the banquet. Oh, man. The where ballroom he's blitz. The, the part... Yeah, yeah, the, the ballroom yeah, bar blitz. The ballroom blitz. The way he's, like, like, getting one guy, another guy, spinning around, another It's like, oh, my God. It's like, you're, like, playing the game. Yeah. Like, those are the moves, dude. Holy shit! I wonder if they're going to introduce the uh, the, the the two weapons. Like, I, I don't know if that was just a game thing where he has a silver no, sword, well, so for that's monsters in the and a regular sword. So Henry oh, Cavill also too, talked about that was like the brilliance of like the books as well. It's because he does have different swords for different things, mm. and they yeah, the silver yeah. sword for the monsters and the sword another sword for man. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure a silver yeah. sword would cut through a man just as well as a normal sword. Yeah. If yeah. it's sharp enough. But silver's like, silver's more malleable than like the regular, right, the regular but iron like, sword. I'm, I'm going to throw like a silver razor blade at you, Dave. We'll see if it cuts you. I think it's going to cut you just the same. <laughs> right, we, but I'm saying from like a... If we figured out that Dave is part werewolf by now, I don't think <laughs> yeah. ever... <laughs> I'm just saying from like a combat perspective, if you have a silver... If I have a silver sword and you have a sword made of stainless, stainless steel right. and we strike... That silver sword's gonna break. Oh sure, but I'm not talking about striking True. a sword. I'm talking about just striking a person. Rutu got it in chat. Silver won't block another sword. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. right. But so, but yeah. like that's that's so what I'm talking about. If I remember, about. smart lad. So smart. like the, the, this show was so well done that it made me want to jump back into Witcher Three, and I did not enjoy Witcher yeah. Three when I first played it. I actually I only got maybe four or five hours into it, and I just stopped because I just got very aggravated with it. it. wasn't wasn't good in my opinion, and a lot of that was that mechanic of the two different swords. And a lot of that is if I strike a guy with a silver sword with no armor, it's going to hurt just as much as a normal sword. <laughs> right. If I, if I, and it just I drove me up a wall. So and it's also got elemental weaknesses, Greg, elemental. Damn weaknesses. It. But like the other thing is the combat was <laughs> not forgiving and the controls weren't that great. And you can't have that. You can have one or the other. You can't have both. Right. And you shouldn't have improper controls in this day and age anyways. But it's so good. I was like, God damn, I really want to go back. I almost stopped streaming Sekiro <laughs> just to play Witcher. Just and I was like, no. Oh, damn. Like, no. Get in there. I can't. I'm dedicated. I'm 40 hours in. We got to <laughs> do it. That's fun. But- now, now, but which do you guys think of the uh, the climax, the 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 whole Yennefer versus the Yennefer Guardians, and the whole man? Like, I, I love how she was she was like she was Overwatch, like she was running point. Yeah. yeah, you know, she was just like getting up, get up in the tower there, like uh, like like her 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 teacher, her professor at the Hogwarts Evil School for <laughs> Sith Lords was just like get up on high and call the shots, and she was just like, all right, he's like, he's like, <laughs> Stark, you got the perimeter, turn him back or turn him to ash. All right, <laughs> but it clenched up like a loss, and it's just like Thor, you got you got you got the lightning. Yeah. <laughs> right like she was just like all right you <laughs> it was like an avengers thing i was like what 
<laughs> I thought it was I thought it was it was it was really cool. Like you got to see Jennifer, especially her her professor was like was like unleash your chaos. Forget the bottle, yeah. just let it all out. And this actress did a really, really good job conveying like Jennifer's rage and her power as she yeah. like sends down this like this like hurling inferno, this firestorm. I never and thought there'd be a power hungry rich witch I wanted to root for, but here yeah. we are. And, and, yeah. and yet, yeah. no friendly fire. Yeah, true. Uh, the first thing I was like, "Oh, that poor, but uh, that, that poor old lady teacher. <laughs> she's not. She's not going to make it." And then she's like, "Oh, wait, I'm, I, I'm fine. No, I'm alive. Interesting. I was also waiting for for that for that lady professor, or the teacher, to like unleash her power because she's supposed to be like the HBIC, you know, the yeah. in charge. And we never get to see her like her force unleashed. I was like, "What's up with yeah. that?" Let's yeah, go. She, she's uh, yeah, just because someone can teach it really well doesn't mean they can do it really That's well. A fair point. Isn't that isn't that the mm. old saying? The, I know the, plenty. I, I, I knew teach teach. Yeah, yeah. I knew she's plenty. I knew no, no, but I knew plenty of good boxing coach back in the day that could teach you like how to fucking do anything, but you put them in the ring, they don't know what to do. Yeah. Like they just it doesn't it doesn't translate. And I knew plenty of good boxer who could mm. fight and knock out anyone. How do you do this? How do you do that? I don't know, I just do it. Like you know, it's, it's just natural. Yeah, it's natural. So, like, just because she could teach it really well doesn't mean mm-hmm. she had the natural talent and ability for also, it. Oh man, I was I was thinking because she taught it so well, she's just like, oh man, she must be crazy. It's like it's like the episode of The Simpsons, like the episode of The Simpsons where we're all the the oh, yeah, yeah, are outside, the and then the guy. short guy didn't, and and like, come inside. Oh, that little guy hasn't moved yet, and you know when he does, it's gonna be good. <laughs> That's what, I was, that's what I was waiting for her. I thought it'd be, be really, really cool. But, I'll say uh, like the, yeah. the, but but I, I hate how she went up against like uh, that, that Nifa Garda that used like pocket sand pretty much. Like, yeah. surprise, pocket sand. All up in, all up in your eyes, bitch. <laughs> I know, it was, uh, it was the, the other maid she went up against. Like, surprise, pocket sand. And she said some kind of word. Like, they made it seem like, this is magical black like, sand. Here, sand. You know. Ninja finish. And then it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, what the hell? It's cheating. Damn it. It's cheating. All, what the yeah. fuck? All, you didn't say you could use magical sand? All was missing was two guys swapping places with a couple of logs. Damn it! What? what? Damn it! Naruto crickets, crickets. Oh, damn crickets. it! Greg made a ninja joke. Son of, all right. You oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but you know who she reminded me of? Like the the head uh, mystery. She reminded me of uh, Dolores Umbridge yes. in Harry Potter. She was uh, the pink professor who was like really the one who who Stephen King was like she. She is the me most out. vile. Yeah. I was like, yeah. The history of everything, and I created an evil spider yeah. monster that eats children. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, thanks, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like Dolores Armbridge, but I even loved how, like, like Dave said, like uh, this, the, the, it was such uh, this world like got you in it, the lore and everything, it did. even down to showing you like how magic works in that world. You can't just do magic without consequence; like it, it takes a toll on you. You can't just spam it. Like you, how you had that one guy who was fighting against uh, the the, the Nifer Guardian, like General. He kept calling his sword back. Yeah. I, 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 that was pretty badass. Yeah, like like, like his sword would, would like uh, you know get on the ground or get flung away from him, and he was just like. Just like like warp it back into its sheath and bring it back out again, and uh, Yennefer was like, "Like, stop doing that! Like, calm down! <laughs> like, what are you he's doing?" Like, no, cool. And he's just like, "Whoop!" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "No, it's a cool thing. People are gonna love it." His nose started bleeding, and he he and he couldn't do it anymore. And he's like, "Oh crap!" That's what she was. Oh, God. The thing the thing I liked about that scene it says a lot about that general, also Nifl Guardian general, was he was not nervous at all fighting that mage. He knew exactly what that mage is gonna throw at him, and nothing bothered him. <laughs> he was out of mana slash yeah. um. <laughs> he was out of mana. Yes. Oh, that's so great. Oh man. But yeah, this this, this show was uh, definitely good. Any final thoughts on the Witcher? Watch it. Um, Watch it. Yeah. I, see it. Yeah. Don't, I can't wait for season don't two. Don't take our word for it. Watch it yourself with your Netflix. Remember, use code BadCurdyFunky. No, it's 
Imagine. <laughs> Make sure. Make sure to tip your waitress. <laughs> Speaking of using Code Back and Funky, that's all the time we have for today's hey. episode of the Back and Funky podcast. Thank you everyone who was tuning in live and watching on Twitch.tv. Yeah. Listening on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on every single place you can listen to a podcast. We enjoy putting these out and making them for you. We're just a bunch of guys talking about geek stuff in a world that we love. Yes, the Holocron is here. Um... Thank everyone who's been tuning in and uh, giving us some support, dropping them in Twitch Primes, or just showing up in chat, hitting follows, telling your friends, retweeting our stuff on Twitter, follow us on social media. We do this for fun, and we do this for you guys. We are signing off today, but we will be back soon enough to talk about all the geek stuff that we love, guys. We will see you later, or we will see you another time. We love you, everybody. Good night!